out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, hard to say, overload Ain't no parking space, on the road Yeah, I'm out of control, I'm out of control Out the park, park centerfold Yeah, say your breath, I'm too cold Yo, 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 what's good, what's happening, brand new episode 3, it's gonna rain, of course it's your boy Chris J, man, glad to be back, got the boy Trell Sav and uh, Tyler, they sharing uh, one uh, one camera. Y'all finally get to see the nigga, bro. Exactly, y'all get to see light bright back there, man. <laughs> hey, man, but... Glad to have Tyler. Tyler makes his uh his actual on camera debut, man. But hey, it's good to see him on here. But we got a lot to talk about on this episode, so let me quickly run through the uh business side of teams. Uh Media.net for merch. Go directly through uh, uh Media.net. cop all the merch. We give you guys free shipping, UTM ships, and ten dollars off UTM Vibes 10. UTM Vibes 10. So make sure you copy some merch. It'd be greatly appreciated. It's uh, spring, so copy a hoodie, copy uh, a long sleeve. We got uh, t-shirts and all of that as well. So make sure you copy some merch. It's greatly appreciated. And just make sure you follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring as well. And whatever platform you listen to us on, make sure you share, subscribe, like, comment, all of the above. So we're going to do basketball first. Been a while since we uh, started a show with some hoops. So we're going to do that first. Um, we're going to let Daytrail takeover because Lakers social media <laughs> had a very dramatic past couple of days catfishing catfishing on podcasts KD's involved Marquise Morris is involved it's just an overall nasty situation yeah I, 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 Nigga, it, Ice Cube Jr. is involved Ice Cube Heavily. Jr. O'Shea Jackson Heavily. Jr. is involved Heavily, bro. this shit was hilarious so, um, so let me start off by so it all started with shout out to the elite group. Um, that's a couple of niggas on Twitter who have made who's I think right now when it comes to basketball media, they probably not the 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 biggest name, but eventually throughout the years, I'm pretty sure they get you know they already got that ethic shit with with KD, and they already got the the Twitter page where they do all like the sports clips that's popping. They they already got some good like NBA personalities and stuff like that on Twitter that I know of. You know I'm not the biggest Twitter nigga, but I'm I'm getting there. Um, so shout out to them. But they was in, um, they was in a uh uh what's the thing called that Kill Clubhouse that Twitter got now? Oh uh damn what I forgot what it's called subscription um, thing. No 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 it's when no. you it's when you the voice thing. It's like you can have a little. Like Clubhouse, where you can talk about shit with each other. Twitter added it and destroyed Clubhouse like within a couple of weeks. Um, so, hold um, on, let me look it up because tw- uh, Twitter's version of Clubhouse, uh, what was it called? Um, the hell did it? Spaces, there we go. Yeah. I had to start so, with this. They had a Spaces. Um, <laughs> they had a Spaces thing. And usually I try to get in, I was asleep. When KD was first in there, um, usually I will tell y'all this right now. Yeah, KD is an elite troll on Twitter. You can love it, hate it. But in terms of him speaking basketball, there's few people that especially that comes out the game and that still currently plays 
who can speak basketball truthfully and as honestly as he do. He speak it extremely honestly, and he also speak it in a way that somebody casually or who know. Because I, I like to think that casual fans, because um, I think there's like, like dumb NBA fans, casuals, NBA fans, niggas that know basketball. So I would put myself in that casual range, getting a, like a legit NBA fan. And the reason I say that because <laughs> NBA fans, my niggas, I got my team. I wear Lakers this. I break down Lakers games every night. Even nobody listens to me. I'm breaking down them games or what these teams can do better. They're not necessarily trashing teammates, but they're 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 there are. They would get they almost would get season tickets. And they're not like rich, but they get season tickets because they love their team. Right. You know, shit like that. That's a, like a real NBA fan. And then you got people who know ball. I say people who know ball is the people who actually played that shit. That's people who know ball, who can watch a game. And know the plays that's getting set. That's niggas who know ball. I describe them as the elite NBA fan because most of them niggas actually know what the fuck they're talking about. If you were to call and tell them, oh, yeah, um, what's the Washington kid day from, um, I hate the fact that I just say fucking kid, but he is younger than me, from Charlotte. Not Washington, um, not Washington, not Washington. What's the, he called, since he definitely been going Miles crazy. Bridges? Huh? Miles Bridges. Bridges, yeah, yeah. Is he? We either the same age or he's younger than me. Um, Miles Bridges from Charlotte. He played for Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. He, he like a couple years on the niggas. Niggas will probably will look at him from a box score standpoint and be like, oh, "He ain't all that." But when you watch Miles Bridges' game, any real hooper or basketball player will tell you that nigga the truth. You know what yep. I'm saying? So shit like that, right? So when KD speaks, I listen to it as a Casual NBA fan who know I say a casual NBA fan parentheses, I somewhat know what I'm talking about. Um, so he talks, and I'm like, damn, bro, you're right. I remember when he was on, and I'll be done talking to KD after this because this is the only role KD played for this shit. But KD, the bigger name, would make the story pop out more when KD was on CJ McCollum podcast without blatantly disrespecting CJ McCollum as a man. Basically told him, enjoy mediocrity on his podcast. When he told him, why are you mad? Because he was like, man, we can't compete for the title. He told, he told this man in the most respectful way possible, hey, man, worry about the, don't worry about what's going on up top. Just worry about where you at. <laughs> Go listen to the clip. <laughs> this is I know, I remember the clip. It's, it was a funny-ass clip. This is when uh, DeMarcus Cousins came to, and CJ was like, quote, unquote, in his feelings. And, and, and KD, but when you listen to K, when KD talk, that he not trolling media personalities or fans. It's it's some good listening, right? So they on a podcast, they talk, they shoot the shits, um, and they I guess they brought not podcast, but in the, the little room, and they brought this nigga named King. I refuse to say his part of it because I think it's like Big King. I don't know. I hate to call somebody that. I know um, uh, Twitter handle is Kings, bro. But his yeah, Kings, bro. The at is, is Kingsborough, but... And it was like, my nigga, didn't you get catfished? And everybody was like, catfished? And it was like, yeah, some girl on Lakers Twitter catfished him. And we all like, huh? And they was like, he asked her, can he FaceTime? And she was like, no, I don't FaceTime because of past trauma or something like that. Let me tell you niggas right now. If you got a girl on Tinder, you met a girl online, y'all talking, y'all liking each other. And it's come to tell you, you want to see her, but you're going to take her on a date, and you ask through FaceTime and or for a picture, 
and they say no, she has a dick. There's no way around it. Or she's six hundred pounds. They could be six hundred pounds. You know how fat women take pictures? <laughs> put the tits right there. So, so you know, so you know what's going on. If she don't even do that, well, let me say, if he don't even do that, that's it. You gotta. <laughs> there's no other way around. It. Even KD said that's a man. <laughs> so everybody start looking up this bitch Twitter page. Her name was like Vivian. Yeah, Vivian, yeah. And people start going to her pictures. Now, rest in peace to all the down bad niggas. And we about to get to that. So, <laughs> on Twitter, I think either a couple of days beforehand or that day, she, so Vivian is part of a podcast, a Lakers podcast. And Vivian apparently has cancer and went missing. Now, the guy she does a podcast with were just throwing, you know, help us find Vivian Lakers family. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't even fucking know why he was doing this shit. Then he told, hey, Lakers, let's see how we can do this. Uh, woo woo. He told all the ESPNs and LA news sites, let's get this trending. She was trending. Prominent Lakers Twitter handles were literally on there. Saying, let's find this woman. They saying, let's find a woo-woo. Did people actually start looking at this woman's pictures? Got my phone? Because I was able to <laughs> to put one. I mean, was able to. Uh, and some of those pictures is outrageous. The horrible Photoshop, G. People actually believe. Ooh, I can't wait. That this is a real woman. Now, I know with the glare, you can't understand it. But if you look closely, you can see about how small her arm is and how fucking freakishly large her face is that this is not a real woman. Also, this right here, her name is Vivian, right? She's at, she put that right there to so we know that it's high school. But if you look down at the ball, it says fucking Olivia. <coughs> And then again, the frequency large Photoshop face. Now, there's another picture in which she was uh, like holding a fucking dog and it was Photoshop. Exactly. And Tyler's blind. So the fact that he can see it is wild. He's Um, not lying either. (laughs) So she was holding a dog and the dog fucking face was stuck. And then everybody look closer. She fucking photoshopped the dog. So we, we, well, not we, me, I was laughing. So my was like, oh yeah, this bitch fake, this bitch fake. So they start going to the dude on the podcast that she went. They was like, hey, bro, check it out. You know this, this chick that you're talking about, all her pictures photoshopped, woo, this one with that. And she like, did she went on Twitter, no, this is not, you know, you had your choice. I'm going to tell my story and stuff like that. And all her super simp fans, I don't get how niggas can simp for somebody on the internet like this. But like, Joe, just please put a 10-minute video so you can say it's true. Like, we know you are you. We still believe in you. I'm glad you got home safe. Stuff like that. So they went to the niggas' Twitter. <laughs> and the nigga haven't been posting at all since that podcast came out, right? Posted at all. Um... So he ain't posting back and stuff like that. <coughs> Go to his picture. He photoshopped with a dog too, which is fucking hilarious. 
Why the fuck you photoshopping yourself with a dog? Um, and that picture is wild. That picture is fucking hilarious. All them pictures. Is, is so ridiculous. be prepared to see this shit on Facebook like in four months. But <laughs> that's when, <the> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> when when they went to the podcast, and I wish we could play the voice clip one day. Technology wise, we're gonna be able to get that right there for you. But for right now, me or Chris did not give a fuck to save that shit. Um, you can hear in the podcast of this guy cutting and adding a voice to how they speak. There's no syncing. And the reason why, because the only person that got interrupted was him. If you ever do a podcast, there's no chance that there's only one person getting interrupted multiple times through multiple podcasts. He was the only person getting interrupted. Interrupted. There was never a time where he would try to talk and she will stop. Because you know with delays and things like that, there's been times where Chris was delayed on the podcast and I'll try to say something he'll still be talking and we'll both stop to try to see. No, there was none of that. It was only him. And then the real niggas came out. They actually got the voice recorder of the podcast and pitched her voice lower and the voice was identical and it just sounded like an accent. This man... Buddy said Australian whole, accent at that. What'd you say? <laughs> it, said, it was something I read. It said it was Australian accent. Gee, it, it, she, was like, she was like African. She was like African or some shit like that. But this man created a whole persona of a, a person. And... There's a picture, and it was fucking funny, of her face photoshopped on a on a well, hold up, basketball. She going like this, posing to the camera. Niggas looked up, lady with a basketball jersey in blue, or they <laughs> or they cross referenced the picture, and found some fucking Asian chick doing the exact same pose and passing the ball in action. Niggas like, why the fuck would y'all believe a person who actually playing basketball and posed for the picture like this? That shit cap. So. <laughs> and this is where shit started getting really fucking stupid. So the guy who did this went on Twitter and he was like, Vivian, we need to talk. You you you've been lying to me this whole entire time. Are you real or are you not? You haven't requested my deals. And we're like, nigga, what? You were just looking for. Her. You just said you were speaking to a family. How you cool act right. like that? So folks haven't spoken in a while. It did. People asked for that 10-second video of Vivian. Bro, <laughs> the video came up, and Shorty put her picture with the name Vivian like she trying to verify her stuff on a porn site. It is spelled Vivian wrong. It is spelled Vivian wrong. Now, I don't know where the fuck they found that. Or if it's like some deep fake shit, because technology is wild these days. But I don't understand. So right now, her Twitter account is gone. Uh, they did, whoever was the head of it deleted it. The last thing I want to say. So in the con- if you go deep enough in the comment section, you can see one of his homies defending him, right? I've been friends with Mark this whole entire time. I think that was his name. Um, you know, he had never do something this strange. He was getting bamboozled too. He don't know what's going on. They got the picture of that nigga. They put the picture, and they did that female face swap thing. And I'm going to keep it buck. It looked just like the Vivian Photoshop. 
So <laughs> just to confirm, there is no Vivian, right? No, there's, there's not no a, Vivian. There's it's just a nigger just fucking with people. Yes, it is a sick Negro. As that bro, like I'm not these normal scam likelies, bro. I'm scammed for sure. <laughs> he tried to scam niggas, G. He tried to scam niggas. G. Did he get money off of anybody? I don't fucking know. I doubt it. He did but a this podcast. The thing. He was sponsored by fucking Anchor. But and this is the thing with also he had he had to been close to Lakers media because the Lakers official Twitter account messaged yeah. him. No, 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 no. That was Photoshop, and oh. folks did his fucking homework, which is crazy. Ooh. He looked up. Like names of fucking Lakers, like, but he didn't just go like Genie Bus or the Bus family. He didn't go. He went deep into like Lakers employees and found like fucking employees that deal with social media and outreach and fans and shit like that and had that shit all photoshopped. Now the reason O'Shea Jackson in here, I haven't even say fucking Ice Cube son's name. Um, the reason he's in it. It's because he was the main person. Like, we're going to find you, Vivian. We got you. Woo this and woo that. And you can just scroll down his Twitter when this shit was going down. And you can see just by tweets of how he like, bro, what the fuck did I get myself into? You can see, is this a real person? Please tell me you're real. What's going on? Man, I ain't Twitter. It's just Twitter. People say who they are, they are, but they really not. And it just go down. you like, never trust anybody. I was just trying to help. We like his family. <laughs> My man's just on straight weird shit. Back to... Somebody was like, somebody was like, boy, you was trying to get some ass and it didn't work out. <laughs> uh, but you I would probably find diehards like that, because like imagine somebody like imagine somebody like Snoop got involved with in because you know Snoop will go online and like and get to cursing everybody out. Well, Snoop, Snoop probably Snoop. This is the thing, right? The L is so great. It's because if you looked at the fucking picture, you will realize this shit. Fo- it's one of her photoshopped herself in the Staples Center with that big ass head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> small ass body. This the thing. You photoshop a person. You photoshop a face and a head with that whack ass wig on a person. And then you put it at Staples Center. Three-way Photoshop. I will never be able to understand this shit at all. <laughs> but I digress. When uh, when um, when uh, this shit is all said and done, we realize that there's a lot of catfishes in this world. When the last thing you want to see is when you warn a bitch on Twitter and you finally look at the pixelated face and realize you see a fucking catfish or a Photoshop woman or something and realize you was talking to fucking Harold in Nebraska and he was able to swoo you into thinking you was actually about to get some ass. I think she told that nigga Kings, bro, that she got a Bentley and all that type of shit. It's so fucking wild, bro. But Twitter never ceases to amaze me. I was glad I was up all night during that time. I don't think I went to sleep like it. I think I didn't go to sleep till like three. <laughs> it was probably the best thing I was reading during that time. 
everybody was trying to tweet the Lakers game and shit like that. No matter what basketball was going on, it was strictly. <laughs> it it did not matter. <laughs> but that's it for that. Um, more of the story. Figure out what the fuck you're talking to. Me personally, more of the story is if y'all wooing each other, she can't FaceTime you or she ain't offering for no date, it's a catfish. Pretty much. What's up? You want to be on it? No, no, no. We're talking about the, the social injustice of Chicago and how the police system should be reframed and broken down from the ground up. <laughs> uh, no, let's 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 go back to the, the hoops. Talk. All right, let's That's go back. Though. He really didn't have shit to do with it. But he made it more popular. I swear, KD, it's just KD just been in all the right shit besides on the basketball court. But um, that's unfortunate. But while we still on uh, the topic of Lakers, uh, news regarding Kobe, since uh, so pretty much Kobe, uh, Nike deal is finito, and at this point, we do not know what the hell is the future for Kobe merch, and. Pretty sad, actually, when you think about it, but it is what it is. Uh, but when, as more details came out of why Vanessa Bryant and, uh, and the family chose not to reinstate uh, the Kobe uh, Kobe Nike deal, makes Nike look pretty much like some big-ass assholes uh, in the long run. Let me see if I can pull up the quote. Um, yep, here it is. So, pretty much according to a source... The Bryant, Bryant and his state had grown frustrated with Nike limiting the availability of Kobe product during his retirement and after his January 2020 death in the hel- helicopter crash. There was also frustration with the lack of availability of Kobe footwear in kit sizes. According to sources, presumably to be worn by both young boys and young girls getting their starts in the sport. Nike sources say it had presented an extension offer that was not in line with expectations of an ongoing lifetime structure like the Nike Inc. contracts held by both Jordan and LeBron. Uh, my hope will always be to allow Kobe fans to get and wear his products. Vanessa Bryant said, I will continue to fight for that. Kobe's products sell out in seconds. And that says everything. So pretty much, uh, it you, I can understand the lifetime contract issue. Like, Kobe is literally Nike's third biggest athlete ever. Third easily, like. Was when you think of Nike, you think of Mike, you think of LeBron at this point, and you think of Kobe. You got other niggas there, but it's like niggas was wearing Kobe shoes, and KD only had like a two, three sh- shoe run <laughs> before they started looking like looking worse and worse. But Kobe shoes literally revolutionized basketball at one point. Literally, Daytra argued with a nigga about it, and uh, it so uh, so yeah, hold on. <coughs> had to get Bless that out. You, yeah, had to get that out. But yeah, so I totally understand Vanessa's Bryant's frustration in terms of like why Kobe, why they didn't offer a lifetime deal. Niggas arguing, well, he's dead. What difference does it make? But still, he still Kobe's going to go down as is a lifetime in face of NBA. Regardless, he's somebody going to think about basketball. you think about basketball, you think of Kobe. It's just like that. So. But also, the biggest thing is, 
that Vanessa said that really stood out the most is the availability thing. I think it was mentioned twice in the, in the uh, statement I read. If the shit ain't available, clearly, in her mind, she wants it for the fans to get. She don't give a fuck about these resellers. She don't give a fuck about these uh, grown-ass Laker fans and all that. She wants it available for the youth. She wants it available for all the fans worldwide. And can't get that if literally as soon as the Kobe Bruce Lee's drop, uh, they literally already on StockX for like $300. More than that. $400. Uh, Tyler, if you can real quick, just check the prices. Or the prompt or the uh, Grinches. All of that shit, that go, they sell out immediately. Oh, yeah. Put them on go. sneakers. Every single one that I've looked at recently, because I told you the day that that got announced, I got like five notifications in a row from GOAT. It was saying the Grinches, like uh, that one, like 1175 and shit like that. Like, I so they're touching $1,000 now. See, it just shows They've been touching how fucked, up, how fucked like, up all, it is. At least all the good ones. And I'm pretty yeah, sure like so. now that this has happened, even the, you know, the lesser ones, the, what might be considered the ugly ones is probably going for, you know, ridiculous prices. So, yeah, I'm so... The primary thing is I feel like Vanessa Bryan wants is the stuff for the stock to be openly available and not limited, which I totally understand. The man isn't here, so it's like it's best to have the product available while, like, just keep it going. It's not killing you to it's just a, keep. But it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, what you would call the situation, right? The reason, the reason Nike, Adidas, and all these things do these limited releases with these popular shoes now is because that creates... I want this shoe. I want it now. Yeah. And it's instant money from fucking resellers. Now, is yeah. resellers in a way going to make more money than you probably? Kind of no. But, you know, guaranteed, if we say only a thousand of these going to be released, these Grinches called me on Christmas, a thousand of them going to get bought that day. Yep. Guaranteed money. If you say we're making 40,000 of these, probably 10,000 get bought that day. And a couple, you know, a couple of the other day. And then eventually it will sell out. Yeah. So also, in a Nike sense, is you understand why they do it? It's fucking scummy. Yeah. Because if his wife says, "I want my his shoes to be ready for everybody, no matter what it means financially," because Kobe at this point that's that's legacy. Nigga, Mike shoes the OG. Like, unless you were a, 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 a shoe head, you anybody just take some regular. It's fucking stupid that breads cost this much. But back in the day, like even when I was even a, like in grammar school and stuff like that. Get some Jordan ones wasn't fucking tough, and it's not like it was like limited. Jordan ones just became popular the last couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> like it wasn't crazy. Like, yeah, they still did them Jordan cutaways and shit like that, and people got shot over them. But and I put that with big ass quotations because you know how that media is for Jordan shoes. But motherfuckers never really, you know, was thirsting that hard. It was fans wanting to make sure they get a pair. Now it's more of a business. For these white kids and their suburban homes, um, I don't knock the game. The game is the game, uh, but um, it is, you know, sad that she wants it the way. But I think they, they do have a um, a lot of Mamba trademarks. As yeah, I think that's, I just saw yeah, that's what I was about to so wrap it up with. They will probably have their own thing going, which will be good. I just hope it don't look like was Big Brother. That they were talking, he wanted, he was talking about before, you know, he passed and everything. Yeah, you know, because I think he knew that he might not be staying with Nike because he was saying something about you know starting his own brand outside, starting that Mamba brand outside of Nike. That's what he got on the trademark. So it was a possibility he wasn't gonna stay with Nike anyway. Yeah, exactly. Unless they were gonna throw him an infinite bag. 
which is like, look, if you're not even going to offer me a lifetime, why the fuck am I staying here? So it's like, right. Because if he wasn't getting that while he was alive, then, you know, it's just unfortunate, you know, that it's going down like that. But like, you know, like Trail said, the game is a game. You know, it's not going to change for, you know, no single person. And exactly. unfortunately, for his, you know, widow wife. Exactly. And like Vanessa's just doing the what's best for her and her family right. at the end of the day. Like, and also just preserving the legacy that he would, he wanted more than likely in terms of how his gear, his merch is available. Especially like when it comes to kids. Like, I understand because Kobe was literally saying, you know what, look, let me let me influence the youth. Let me go. Let me coach the kids. So, like, I'm pretty sure he would want, his, want kids to have his shoes on and not just have to call Nike and be like, can I get freaking these shoes in a size five and men, nigga, please? So, that's a, and that's a different debate in itself. But, yeah, so I'm not mad at what Vanessa's doing. She's doing what's best for her and honor Lexi of her husband. So it's like, do what you wish. Uh, just like as Tyler said, don't make sure those shoes don't look like big baller brands. <laughs> Which more than like she's a woman, so she has good taste. So, and they got they got connections. So I'm pretty sure she can get with some you know some good designers. Exactly, some good designers. Just yeah. just stay away from Virgil Abloh. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from Virgil Abloh. All right, so that's actually getting some uh, basketball. So. A uh, big, big week. That's just the the most positive thing of this week has been uh, Steph Curry and his recent play of recently until tonight, where uh, reality kicked in and got kicked in the ass. But it be that way sometimes. But uh, there was a lot of trash moments in that game too, from both yeah. sides, from both teams. Yeah, but Steph Curry has been playing out of his rabbit ass mind, recording multiple forty plus games. Games where he's shooting over 10, th- making over 10 threes. Just making niggas look outright disrespectful for the great, excuse me, for the greater good of the Warriors. And this is like the Steph Curry I think many of us wanted to see, uh, at least for the past couple of years, just to see him just be like, you know what, I'm about to literally drag this team through the mud just so we can say we are a playoff team. And if and me still being team fuck Steph Curry forever, I respect it. I respect it a lot. I respect the effort. I respect what he's doing because literally, I just saw Andrew Wiggins fucking miss an open layup that could have sent the game to overtime. <laughs> so it's like, if this is what you're working with, and if it, I understand why you guys are in the position that you're in. It also makes me question uh, Bob Myers and the gang on how the fuck you guys think of roster construction. Because, Jesus Christ. And Kent Bazemore's having minutes. But, much love to Steph. Uh, keep going crazy because, uh, hey, if you if you are able to drag that team into the, uh, the playoffs and you just say make the eighth seed and you play against the Jazz, I'll give them a, a puncher's chance. I'll give them a bunch of shame. You got, they got to get off the play-in tournament, though, bro. Play-in tournament going to have some niggas in there. Especially yeah. in the West. What you looking at, Portland? You looking at fucking who else? Dallas. Look, if we, get a Portland, if we get Portland versus the Warriors for a play-in game, gee, that's going to be lit. I mean, not Portland. Pels. Pelicans. Pelicans. More, and man, I should have put the Pelicans to I, this because I need to talk about them niggas. Unless Draymond go back to all form, Zion averaging 30. 
He Rock already is, is averaging 30. He already yeah. averaging 30, nigga. Rock is guaranteed. If, if Cat would have been in the game, I mean, in the season earlier, the Timberwolves would have been right there, too. Because that nigga, that nigga, Anthony, bro, that nigga Anthony cold. Edwards was hooping. <laughs> that nigga cold. He cold. Um, so that playing tournament is going to be savage. And then all that just to meet the Jazz, maybe. That's if the Jazz keep the record where Donovan Mitchell sitting out for a little bit. They good, bro. They're not. I think unless the Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns is close, but mm-hmm. more, they, I don't see them losing. They play really well even without them. So it's a chance they keep it, but it's a chance they lose it too. <laughs> even if so, how the Warriors next month just go on a crazy winning streak and they end up like fucking seven. You got to see. Well, I, I think they're still, still in the play. You're still in the playing game. Oh yeah, they're still in the playing game. Yep. Fuck for them. But I hope you see the Spurs or some shit. Um, Spurs is in playing t- a situation. So pretty much as of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, the playing game would be Dallas, Grizzlies, Spurs, and Warriors. They can beat the they can beat the Spurs. Definitely. They, I, could, I think you they don't can beat know Spurs. they can beat Dallas. Definitely can beat the Grizzlies. Yeah. They can be Dallas is the only one because I think Luca has a good chance of setting that nigga off. Like, like just literally, that's if Porzingis can actually play like a number two, things like that. But I do believe that that I actually think Steph Curry can beat all those teams by himself. Yeah, it's proven, especially the Grizzlies. We wiping the floor with them. Hello, Jared Jackson just came back. That man, gets, all, the most injury prone guy ever. He's up there with Marvin Bagley. Is it bad that I kind of forgot about Marvin Bagley? No, because everybody did. Chris just forgot about him. I just reminded him about him. Everybody forget about Marvin Bagley. I forgot Jerry Jackson, too. Didn't they pick that nigga over Luka? Yeah, a lot of people got picked over. A lot of teams fucked up with that, yeah. A lot of teams. You hate to see it. Um, But no. No. So, I I see. I want to say this, though. Steph one is legendary. The run he's going on right now. It's not MVP worthy. Because nigga about to be in a play-in tournament. And people like Jokic and Joel Embiid are doing shit effortlessly while yeah, in Jokic winning situations. Jokic just had a crazy game the other day. And Jokic did just have a crazy game the other day. And I, I do believe this MVP is probably Jokic to win at this point. As much as I want to see Joel Embiid win it. But Joel Embiid and his team be getting exposed by certain teams. And you hate to see it. But Joker is probably about to win MVP. Um, now, when you think about Curry's stats, and I think they're amazing, and it's not me coming at Curry. Curry, Greek Freak having an official ass. I'm gonna stand on this. I talked a lot of shit about Greek Freak last year, but I'm kind of pissed off that no one's hyping this nigga up. We want to see what he's it's called fatigue. It's no, MVP fuck that. fatigue. Fuck that. Fuck, I hate that. I, 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 hate I that. understand, but, gee, that is just how the media runs. coming from with it, but they going to say, let him do that in the playoffs. Let him take he going to do it in the playoffs. Against the teams that it matters against, though. He called, like, I'm telling you right now, mark my fucking <laughs> words. There would be, there would not be a Greek freak choke. I ain't going to say he going to go all the fucking way, but there won't be a Greek freak choke. If he go against the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat fuck. Because he will have a revenge game of the fucking century. He just got to worry about Bam. And Bam is playing really good. 
But he goes against the fucking the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Might lose, but I want y'all go check Pascal Siakam's stats. Go fucking check him. Oh yeah, that man's hooping right. Now. <laughs> oh, it was hooping. Hold on. I'm about to pull stat. it up right now. I'm about to pull it up right now because I know Pascal was giving giving DeAndre Jordan the drugs. Hold on. Yep, uh, one fourteen, one hundred three. The Raptors. Pascal had twenty seven, nine, six, and two steals. He had twenty seven. What? Twenty seven, nine rebounds, six assists, two steals. Looking like LeBron James like, out there. Looking out there, looking like a my career game. You see him in the third quarter. Like he went out there and he put it in work. Uh, now, so grief free gonna go. But I mean to say this: Steph Curry, definitely, most definitely, if there was a chance. For you to have a top five, top six MVP, Steph Curry name would be right there. Yeah. But Jokic having a better year, just lost his second best player on the team, and still being able to keep that team with wins. Joel B has had a dominant year, averaging 30 as well, and doing it on both sides of the court. Before James Hardy got fucking injured, he looked like the best player in the goddamn league on that Brooklyn Nets team without anybody. On the Brooklyn Nets team that is stripped because of getting him, he was able to elevate Joe Harris. He was able to (laughs) elevate, what's his name, Green? Um, Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. And DeAndre Jordan was consistently getting lobs and tipping the whole entire fucking game. And this wasn't, I'm trying to average 30 points, fucking James Harden. This was, we winning games because I'm playing perfect fucking basketball, James Harden. So I want to hear that. He was playing perfect fucking basketball without the two best players with him. Kyrie was out there freaking on sabbatical, and KD came lifting fucking leg. So he was out fucking there doing work. Without anybody, I don't want to hear that shit about. Oh man, Curry got to jump up to the MVP. Curry is playing outstanding. You still in a situation where you fucking losing. You just fucking lost when when Uber and them combined for fucking ninety. Kelly Uber and Wiggins and I think Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's ass as well. <laughs> Jordan Poole plays some good defense though. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> 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 if they offer, if, if if Milwaukee said, "Hey, bro, we'll give you Drew Holiday if you just give us Jordan Poole, a pick, and Wiggins," shit, take them. Fuck the defense. <laughs> shit, like man, they gonna, man. If they offer, bro, if they offer JJ Reddick for Jordan Poole, they traded Jordan Poole. <laughs> they offer Eric Bledsoe for Jordan Poole. They traded Jordan. Uh, Poole. Nah, nah, nah. I'm sorry, Eric Bledsoe looked like one of the worst, <laughs> worst point guards in the league right now. G, I don't know how. That nigga, look, man, this this goes back to your Giannis point. Giannis gave that man two all-NBA defenses, G. Two. And we made an episode. Check the archives where we said, how, who has Eric Bledsoe locked up? (laughs) They just lost the game because Eric Bledsoe wasn't paying attention. In back-to-back possessions. (laughs) So, look. But I would like to say, I think what Steph Curry doing is amazing. I do hate, and this is not just a Steph Curry thing. I just want to keep saying this. I hate those type of stats that they put up. When they talk about 30-point games, they're like, score the most 30-point games for a person 33 or older. Yeah. That's a stupid-ass stat. 
It's a random ass stat. We call those LeBron stats, where it's just like, exactly. where, where you come bring that from? Do it is LeBron, Kobe, and Mike. No, no. See, this is the fucked up thing about that. If you look at the thirty point, if you look at the thirty point game streak, you ain't seeing Mike. You ain't seeing Bron. You seeing three niggas who never pass the ball. No, two niggas who don't pass the ball, and one nigga who pass the ball but still fuck you up. James Harden, Kobe Bryant. That big ass nigga Will Chamberlain. Them the niggas you see. Uh, yeah. Now you might get the mics, you might get a mellow or two, but it's literally them and then people. The fucking street James Harden went on last year. In the year before that, and probably the year before that, is some of the best scoring that we have seen. So that putting that stat of saying scoring the most 30 points be, be, out of being like 33 or some shit, or it's like that's just stupid. It's actually taking the, the, the claim away from somebody who did that shit without having to be that fucking age and did it alone. Also, you have perfectly good stats to show. While Steph Curry, while somebody like Clay Thompson scored more than 10 threes five times out of his whole career, I think Steph Curry's du- almost doubling that. Either doubled it or pad- like, at, he's, he's like 12 that. or some he, shit. They said like the rest of the league, like out of anybody in NBA history, the rest of the league is only like maybe – Combined, I think they said eleven. Steph then did it damn near like twenty five times and shit already. So. Yeah, so yep. he it's fucking outrageous what Steph has done on this right now. Just as a player, lastly, I think it is top say these top ten. I think it's Steph. I think it's impossible to say a person with three rings, two MVPs, one unanimous, and the greatest shooter of all time not to be a top ten player of all time. Yeah. That's cap. I think that's cap. So yes, he should be a a a. Uh, a damn near a lot for a top ten player. Yeah, when it's all said and done, yeah. Because yeah, I think right it. now, if in our last time we did top fifty, I think I had him at what around 13, 13 or twelve. I, check. I think I had him at ten. Either him or KD, I had at ten. Uh, now this is not saying he's better than like somebody like KD or some shit like that because he's not. But it's just um, you know based on terms of greatness and how he's greatness. how he's really you know changed the game these last ten years. That somebody like that deserves to be in it. At least in but the while Daytra is looking, uh, I'm I'm just gonna read off these stat lines, G, because this started immediately after he came back from uh the little tailbone injury. So first game back, 32, 32. How many threes? Because this is always the fun part. Six six for fourteen from three, which is really good. Efficient, efficient as fuck. Uh, next game, thirty six, and shot five for eleven from three. While shooting, going 13 for 13 from the free throw line. Cool. Next game, 37, where he went. Oh, he shot three for 12 from the uh, from the three-point line, but still gave you 30 fucking seven points. Next game, 41, where he went five for 10. Next game, 32, uh, five for 12. 38, where he went 13. Wait, no, no, wait, sorry. Eight for 15. Next game, 53, yeah. where he went 10 for 18 from three. Next game, 42, where he shot 11 for 16 from three. Next game, 33, where he shot four for 13. Next game, 47, where he went 11 for 19 from three. And then dropped 49 and went 10 for 17 from three. Then I know today he wasn't that good, but life happens. But point is, the nigga's been hooping. His ass off. I got him at 12, which, look at him now. 
I sound like Skip Bayless if I actually in my mind would say Bill Russell is better than Steph Curry. <laughs> like, I know Bill Russell got 11, but he also fucking went to go share crop after he got off them games. Like, I don't really fucking give a fuck. Um, but yeah, shout out to Steph. I don't think those stats do him any, like, the, the random ass stats do that shit any justice or any harm either. It's just, for me, that shit just ass. Um, but yeah, I think he's amazing. Anybody who go in a playing tournament and have to face stuff, I pray for them. You better hold somebody switch that nigga, that garbage ass nigga Toscano on you and, and call it a day. Um, yep. Next year, if Clay's healthy, don't be surprised when there are three, a three seed or a four seed whooping niggas asses and he's legitimately an MVP candidate. Depends what they get for Draymond, too. Huh? Depends what they get for Draymond, too. Well, that, because we we talked about it outside the podcast a few times. They have to try to figure out how they're going to retool this supporting cast around them. I ain't just talking about, you know, trying to get somebody, you know, another big name. Find guys that are actually good at basketball. Because a lot of these guys they have right now, fucking, they don't know what they're doing. They in such a good situation because this is the cool thing about that, right? Mm -hmm. Steph Curry has made. Andrew Wiggins look really fucking good. And this, this is also being like, hey, Andrew Wiggins stepped up. But really fucking good. You don't keep Andrew Wiggins next year. His contract went down a little more. You ship him to somewhere like fucking Portland. You ship him to somewhere like fucking Atlanta. And you 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 get niggas like a Borganovich brother. A fucking, you get niggas like, you know, Shit, you get her like a Ben Blacklemore. Fuck. You know, you get you already got you shit. Go back and call Harrison Barnes. I don't give a fuck. Like, see what Buddy Hill's worth. Like, you can you can you you they don't they don't give a fuck about that nigga. Shit. It is so many opportunities for you to have really good supporting cast around you. Um there's a lot of motherfuckers who probably won't resign. Shit, let me keep it real with you. You flip Draymond. There's a good chance say, you feel Draymond for some role players and shit like that, some pinks. There's a good chance that Al Horford won't be on that Oklahoma City Thunder team that long. An old-ass Al Horford can replace this semi-garbage Draymond a tad bit. Tad bit. I, still, I still think Draymond is extremely useful for that team. But other than that, you still like, you know, player stock is high as shit. Somebody like Nernis Noel, stock is high as fuck. You can have him coming off the bench. For your, uh, for, um, well, you still got, yeah, you still got Wiseman. At the end of the day, you still got, though they fucking tilt as a, a yeah, they killed Wiseman. Um, but you, you have so many situations, and when you look at like players that will play f- with Seth Curry because they see how a great of a player he is to play with, you in a good situation. And I hate to say it, if all this fails, it's easier to trade Clay than anybody on that fucking team because anybody in their right man to be like, I want Clay Thompson. I want him. Depends yeah, how healthy he is. situations too. where they can, you know, they retool can, around. They can retool. They just got to do it. Now, it's a, for obvious reason they couldn't do it this year. They weren't expecting Clay to, you know, get hurt as bad as he did. Get destroyed, hurt. Nigga was rehabbing the Achilles just to fucking hurt the tears ACL. You know how fucking act, that fucking leg gonna probably he probably couldn't even feel shit in that motherfucker. Now he feeling the fucking wind or the goddamn. <laughs> I don't know the breeze when he walk in his house. As, as long as he come out at least eighty percent of what he was, you know, it's, it's he probably won't be a lockdown defender anymore. But I'm telling you, 
that type of shooting you don't yeah, miss. Shooting that don't that don't go away. That, that's that's just repetition. And then think about it. He ain't got to exert his energy on defending. This nigga just about to be popping threes all the time. Time. Yeah, think about to be about to be black Cal Corver. All you gotta do is shoot. Yep, with slightly better defense. But huh? but yeah, so but even with better defense, even though he playing with one leg, yeah, it's just that lateral quickness ain't gonna be there. Yeah, lateral quickness ain't gonna be there, but you can still put forth effort. He ain't dunk so. anyway. See, well, he should have never went up to. Never mind. But oh, just, let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, uh, more good news. Uh, AD is returning. Anthony Davis is returning to. Uh, t- by the time you guys listen to this tomorrow night, so it'll be Thursday. So Anthony Davis returned to the Lakers. Uh, Lakers are finally starting to get healthy. They just can't. They pretty much just got off of a, excuse me, a, a road stretch where they went four. Uh, they went four and three, which is pretty good. I know they just lost to the uh, Jazz the other night, but literally the Jazz is fully powered. And at that point, the Lakers just like, look, man, fuck the Jazz. So it is what it is. But uh, thoughts on AD's return and how it will impact this current Lakers team. Like I've been saying on this podcast, was on this podcast thing, uh, I root for Chicago ball players, and since AD is the best Chicago ball player probably ever, is that true? Ever? He, as of right now, yeah, you probably he's up there, yeah. Like, well, Isaiah Thomas, we still gotta put respect on Isaiah Thomas. Nigga, is AD better than Patrick Ewing? Yeah. So he better than Thomas. He better than Isaiah Thomas in your eyes. I'm gonna start that. <laughs> I, look, man. <laughs> look, man. We're not about to bring that discussion back. G. <laughs> that, uh, that? <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny night. But no, AD is amazing. I just, you know, I've been praying. Literally, I don't even pray for basketball players. I've been praying. AD don't hurt himself. I hope he's a hundred. He said he a hundred percent, but that's like telling me. Yeah, that's like me telling a motherfucker I'm not sleepy. Right. Like, I'm always sleepy. Um, so when when it comes to him being on the court, don't go as hard. Frank Vogel, watch this nigga minutes. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, like, you know, we want to get Dallas. Don't have this nigga guard Luka. Like, <laughs> what? Like, have KCP do that shit. You don't get fucking cooked like Kawhi doing. Have KCP guard this nigga. Um, just be cautious because Bron is coming back soon. I predict Bron will probably be here probably the beginning of May or yeah, right in the middle of that motherfucker. Probably beginning of May. And then when he comes back, y'all will have the best basketball team in the league again. Because what this team showed during that road trip is they had people who can step up. And Andre Drummond can be a fucking force when you need him to be. So... We they looking good. Uh, like I said, I always root for AD. It never be a time when I don't root for AD. I don't care if I own the basketball team and AD just won a championship off my said basketball team. I will still root for AD and his success because that's a Chicago nigga who did it the right way. So um, shout out to AD. I can't wait to see him back. Definitely gonna watch that game. Oh, it's on TNT, right? Yeah. Gotta be. Yes, yeah, the TNT game. Yeah. So yeah, watch that game. Uh, and, and see what we'll see what happens next. Yeah. 
so yeah, I'm I'm happy. CAD back. Um, like I said, I really hope he is healthy. I think the Lakers did the best they could to preserve him till, like, until they know for sure he's comfortable. So if he's comfortable to play, then hey. But I'm pretty sure they had to double down because he also said he was comfortable to play, and then he freaking stepped on Jokic's foot. So uh, so yeah. So hopefully he is fully healthy. But I think it's huge. Like even when I was watching uh this team struggle. Well, I don't say even struggle, but like take like struggle to at least come through certain games or even make teams work. I would sit and say like defensively, they were still a solid team. It was just they needed points, and there were some nights where Kuzma, Schroeder just wasn't feeling it. KCP wasn't having one of his magical KCP type nights, and Tyler Horton Tucker just wasn't feeling it. Montrez, so, wasn't feeling it yeah, Montrez wasn't feeling it either. Like, because at the end of the day, those are all role players whose job is to give me 10, 10 to 15, maybe 15 to 20, depending on the player. And you're telling them to be number one options, number two options and shit. And they still produced. Like, and plus, shout out to a lot of niggas who did FanDuel because they were relying on them niggas too. Like, KCP won some niggas $10,000. And I was mad. So. I'm on a fan duel group on Facebook, G, and I'm I'll be sitting there looking at some niggas parlays, G. Niggas is securing bags just by putting fifty dollars in, G. You have to I, look. I have G. I have not done shit in a minute. I'm just looking at shit. I'm not saying don't do it, my nigga. The fuck, I never tell you not to do something like that unless I see you don't have your flat screen TV no more because you sold them all. But um, no, like I'm saying, like just start, you know. Doing research and then you gotta start. You gotta mad look at statistics. Yes. Mad look at other That's why like I'm that. learning, G. I'm learning a lot in that group, G. Because I'm like, niggas said they're breaking down, like, yeah, like, you gotta look at certain players' averages and look at, like, their rhythm and shit. I'm like, some of these niggas is smart with it. So, like, yeah, I'm sitting there nah, learning. It's, it's really, look, bro, you can quit your job off sports betting if you do it right. Like, yep. really. You could, you could, you could quit your job. If you're smart like that, you can understand. The game of chance and really to take risks. It's just like pop, you know, doing a uh, stock market. You could do it. Me, I'm not saying I'm not smart. I'll probably be really successful in something that's betting. But I also can't hold my money in fucking doking battles. So I choose never to Exactly. You got to pick your battles where you want to uh, get This is wrestling. Let me bet on wrestling and win some money off some dumb niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me, man. When it happens, G. When, <laughs> hey, when it happens, G, it's over with. But anyway, but back to AD, but. So, I feel like for one, a lot of those guys like the Dennis Schroeders, KCPs, Kuzma specifically, they're all at, at probably, a lot of them feeling at a lot of confidence in terms of like, okay, we know we can do this without them. We, 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 we did our job. We stayed, with, we stayed out of the playing tournament range. We got one of our guys back. Our defensive anchor is back. One of our better offensive players is back. So now the scoring, the scoring rotation starts goes back to normal. Dennis Schroeder, Kuzma is not no, no longer number one options. AD's pretty much back to the scoring number one scoring option. You know what but, gives me fucking goosebumps? Thinking about that, you about AD coming back. You think about them going good, but the moment you think, bro, Bron is on the horizon, steering <laughs> towards playoff path. Alhamdulillah, my brothers. I'm exactly. not even Muslim. Like, 
It's, oh, it's, man. it's scary because, like, I think AD returning now gives him enough time to start getting a rhythm because he was already out of rhythm most of the season early on, but you yeah. give him a chance to get into a rhythm. By that yeah. time, by the time he gets his rhythm, you said what? Yeah, 72 days to actually go to sleep. That if too. That. <laughs> exactly. So, once again, fuck Adam Silver. But then, once he's able to find the rhythm, he gets a better rapport with uh, Dennis Schroeder because I'm pretty sure come playoff time, that's going to be his partner uh, with the bench unit. You got that going. Then, he also starts, and then he gets a rapport with Drummond where literally, for one, AD's probably going to play a lot more free safety on defense when he's on the court with uh, Drummond mm-hmm. because literally he doesn't have to worry about guarding the big until probably the fourth quarter. I want y'all, I want y'all to look back deep into AD's playing career and go look back at when he was playing with DeAndre, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins. Go look at AD's numbers back then. <laughs> look at AD's numbers back then. That shit right there, dog. I think it was an MVP talk that year, too. Yeah. That shit right there, dog. <laughs> hey, don't, bro, look. And that they figured it out right before. He had a center. He out there, not even just on the defensive end, on the offensive end, where he can play like a fucking guard. KD was just talking about it. He said, KD said, a player who actually played against this nigga, right? Played against both of the people I'm about to name. KD said, I'd rather get KD, I'd rather have Anthony Davis over Tim Duncan. Yeah, because that's basically Tim Duncan on steroids. I didn't say that. That's blasphemy. It but <laughs> Tim Duncan never had an injury where you'd be like, well, we ain't seeing him again. Tim Duncan was a fucking workhorse. That's my nigga. And I hope he don't come in his room and fucking put us in an MMA chokehold because you said that. <laughs> Yo, imagine a seven-foot-tall nigga. I hope he still don't have them dreads. But if he got dreads, I'm going to laugh. Hey, he guys, was... I don't appreciate you talking about me like that when it comes to the podcast. Maybe I didn't have to be like Anthony Davis on the court, but I was able to to do what I had to do to make sure the Spurs win. No, Fundamentally. Never say that he couldn't do that. Look, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga got two MVPs. Wait, is it two MVPs or one? I think he has two. I could have sworn it was two, but let me double yeah, check. Cause I think he has two. No. That nigga, got, that nigga got MVPs on fucking basic fundamentals basketball, bro. Nigga never dribbled with two hands. I mean, nigga never dribbled with one. Yeah, he literally MVPs. kept the ball in one hand the whole entire time. Yeah, I'm two MVPs. Yeah, two MVPs. So. But yeah, Anthony Davis and just a, well, he don't have to play, you know, specifically back to the back all the time. All the time. That's a dang, that's one of the most dangerous players you could ever have to go up against. It's like, what do you what do you do to put in front of him that's gonna slow him down? Mm-hmm. And it's less wear and tear on his body because literally he rapped like winning situation now because you know for him to you know be something you know as injury prone as he can be and like imagine he still he was still in New Orleans or some shit. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep, I agree. But I'm happy for what the uh, I'm happy for. The Lakers starting to get healthy, so like it's good to see one of the league's biggest stars come back. Good to see AD coming back. Pretty sure Lakers fandom can breathe a little bit more easier at night now because some of them tweets, them niggas is going fucking through it, which is hilarious as hell. But then again, they had, but they had all eyes been on them since uh, forever. 
if you was to have an MVP, thank you for saying that, Todd, because I forgot. If you was to say right now, you had to pick between two people on MVPs, Julius Randle or Steph Curry, who are you picking? Julius Randle. Because he literally, he literally helped bring the Knicks right back to life. Well, he just had 40 and 11 tonight. He hit six to eight from three point range his damn self tonight. <laughs> no, no, that ain't never that ain't never happening again. But <laughs> I'm about to say, bro, they updated Julius Randle on 2K. He about to whoop some ass. <laughs> that hey, nigga about to look like Lamar. Look, man, all I'm saying is what all I'm gonna say is in our my league, G, I got Julius Randle come off the bench. He be giving some legends drugs, G. <laughs> I just fucked the team up. I just fucked. It's a team I thought with Steph Curry and goddamn Kevin Durant. They was whooping my ass for three quarters. Oh, gee, I, gee, I told you about that team. That team pissed me the <laughs> fuck off. I, did I, I don't remember if I won or lost that game. I don't remember. I don't remember. You say what, well, cuz? I don't remember if I won or lost Why that game, you, G. They, they got the fuck off on you, bro. Gee, all I remember was, like, I locked Steph down most of the game, but KD came alive at, in the most KD time. Bro, KD ain't shooting nothing but fucking threes. I think he had seven threes that game, bro. <laughs> Game, I get Eagle Dollar fucking drugs. Drugs, my Look, nigga. Look. Bro, they made my man, they made my man's the White Howard foul out, dog. Like, he was tearing this nigga Like, I don't remember, I don't remember what, if I won that game, but I just know it was sweaty. It was sweaty. They above 500. They just, they just, that's just that eight straight win. If they get a 10, if they go on a 10 game winning streak as the New York fucking Knicks, Julius Randle, number three, is MVP voting. I don't care what anybody says. Um, well, he's definitely now, getting most improved, regardless. He's getting most improved, regardless. I'm now, giving him uh, that. What about to say? Oh, yeah, yeah the only reason I won that game is because Faye Thompson hit like 8 27 sitting at the fifth seed. 32 and 27 at the fifth seed? That's a scary-ass fifth seed. I feel sorry for who we got going this time. I didn't even know the Hawks were at fourth. The yeah, the Hawks literally... Look, man, they said, let's get us a real coach, G. <laughs> They said, all right, look, we we're going to replace a black man for a black man, but the black man, uh, the black man we're about to hire is a way better coach. It was like, all right, cool. Who they Nate got, McMillan. Um, he black? Yeah, Nate McMillan's black, yeah. He's black as hell. Huh. Nate McMillan's black as hell, bro. Not a black man. Um, I'm kind of Irish. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry for not knowing Nate McMillan was black. I swear to God, I thought he was white. Look, he tapping like some Mike Budahosa vibes, kind of look like him, but skinny. That's how I view Mike uh, Nate McMillan. Okay. But no, what's next? Uh, but yeah, so moving on. Uh, pretty much the Nets and their health. So, <laughs> so yeah, so pretty much within a, over the weekend, you know it's Wednesday, but over the past, mo- literally since Sunday, I think, KD got a thigh contusion while going against the Heat, uh, which pretty much knocked him out. He's day-to-day, I believe. Uh, And then James Harden has a setback in his hamstring, which I had a feeling was going to happen because that nigga was not going to come back in 10 days for no hamstring strike. That that was just not going to happen. So now James Harden's out indefinitely. He definitely come back playoff time. Which, yeah, which is the new timetable for him is uh, around – uh, by the first round of the playoffs is his the timetable for him to return. So, wait and see. But once again, the biggest issue with the Nets right now is can we get our big three on the court together? 
and me and Tyler was talking about this outside the pod at work where we was uh, saying James Harden, this is probably like the first major injury James Harden ever had. He's been mostly healthy since for most of his career. I think he probably had maybe one injury that kept him out for a while, but other than that, he's been primarily pretty healthy most of his career. Hamstrings are tough to deal with. KD has been injury prone since he fucked up his toe or foot, whatever the hell it was. Back at OKC. <laughs> hey, until that last year with the Warriors, that nigga was a tank too. When the, the first two years with the Warriors, that nigga was not getting injured, bro. He, he was. He always had a random injury. Was that a random injury or was that my toe hurt? Let me sit out when I'm going to get No, like he he had a ACL sprain the first year, I believe. And niggas was like, oh, he is hope. And then the second year, I think the second year, he was primarily pretty healthy most of the time. That whole, that most of that run. And then the third year, we know what happened with the third year. So, KD's are pretty, it's, I'm not going to say call him injury. It's more like he gets some of the most random injuries that make him miss like two, week, two weeks to a month. Same thing with uh, Kyrie. And Kyrie, with Kyrie, it's not, it's not even injuries this year. It's it just he just PTO, nigga. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder called me the N word. I'ma sit out. Now I think that I think it was like a. Uh, I, I love clowning people as much as the next guy, even though that that Dennis Schroeder N word shit fucked that. But um, I think he really went to go like I think it was somebody's birthday party or something. Yeah, it was his sister's birthday. No, it was his birthday. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. And I think Ramadan was coming up too. Look, bro. To some people, hoop is like to other niggas, hooping is a job. And just Kyrie does that really it's, fucking it's, well. And Kyrie literally says, look, man, how much PTO can I get? Look, man, each time you drop 30, it's 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 another game or two. All right, I'm about to accumulate, he nigga. does it. I ain't never crazy thing is, other than that bigger shit. And then when Watch, you know, talked about Kyrie saying fuck the bubble and all that type of stuff, I ain't never really, <clears throat> like, felt any type of way of disdain for Kyrie. Probably after the Cleveland shit, cause he kind of came off saying like, like a pussy, saying I don't want to be little bro, but I understand that pride, especially when you are like a Kobeite. So you, you want to be like Kobe, uh, and you want to be the greatest, even though you became Kevin Durant, little brother. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfectly cool. I'm never gonna disrespect somebody as good as Kyrie, who is the best player to play under the fucking basket in the league right now, and. On a nightly basis, to just go off a of fucking thirty-five points with efficiency, and nobody on the court can fucking touch him. Like you have that—that that is the team right there. And the reason people are like, damn, we kind of want to see them all three together in the town when they can move together, because that's the only team in probably history when everybody was unguardable. Yep. Yeah. There's no, there's no like way. Like with the with the Warriors, there's what trap Steph Curry. He don't have to chuck that bitch up and pass it. Make Clay drive. KD gonna fuck you. No homo. With this team, James Harden drive foul. You play off home, step back. Kyrie drive. He making that bitch. You play off him, he gonna fuck you. <laughs> Fade away. KD fuck you. So there's no, <laughs> there's no, KD, KD's gonna, it's gonna 
destroy niggas. That's what I mean. Not like like the times I've seen Katie play this season. Like I've said it before. Like he's done this in the past, but he's like so set into his skill set now, where it's like a pull up is just. It's a Ugh. work of fucking art. Ugh. Have you it's ever beautiful. seen KD literally play against niggas where he ISO with niggas? Like he's looking at people like, you can't guard me. You know you can't guard me. I he swear to God. You should change Look, your man. One of the biggest sins, one of the biggest sins right now is the fact that there's a chance, is the fact that the Bulls is not going to even get a chance to sniff the playoffs. Fuck them. <laughs> because I was hopeful that I could see the Bulls be the eighth seed and literally. We get. I could go see the Bulls in the playoffs to see KD light them niggas up. I want to see KD hoop in person one time for the fun time. Who watch KD hoop? Let, let me tell you something, bro. I want to see something. KD hoop in person. I love watching KD play basketball. KD is one of my favorite players. This is why he's so fucking great. And I don't even about to say shit he do on the court. It's because the only person you can compare him with in the league is fucking LeBron James. And that nigga is considered number two all fucking time. So the only person in the league right now that Katie has a contemporary is the number two nigga all time. And he's and he's old he's old right now. And he's an old man right now. LeBron's <laughs> old. Look, so there there is a there is a it's so funny because when you look at Katie, you look at motherfuckers and say, oh this person had his number. There's nobody who ever had KD's number. There's been times when defenses worked really, really fucking well, and they was able to limit what KD could do on the court. That's no cap. But exactly, he's probably still dropped 25, probably even fucking got an ugly 30. But there's been nobody who can completely say, I shut that nigga down. When it gets the heaters by itself, nobody was seeing this nigga. Okay, how many times they switched? Nobody was seeing him. He just lost because the heels was better. Lost to the Spurs because the Spurs was better. And Nobody injuries. was seeing in, him. And in injuries, in, injuries, injuries, injuries. This nigga, they was like, oh man, Kawhi kid, and they was locking him down. No, Kawhi. This nigga averaged 27 in that series. What Kawhi owe him? What Tim Duncan? What Manu? What Tony Parker? What real niggas on defense? There was some real niggas on defense. It might have been holding everybody else, but they was holding. Only thing they was holding KD from KD was his nuts. Exactly. That's what he was putting on them. Exactly. Land a smackdown. Like think about it. And I always point back to this. Put the shit on Twitter. I talked about it earlier. This nigga came with a torn Achilles in a finals game when his team is down in the fucking first quarter. Didn't miss a fucking shot. When his primary defender was the quote unquote best defender in the series. Didn't miss a fucking shot. Put the fear of God in Kawhi to the point he couldn't really get a rhythm until the fucking fourth quarter. And it was KD too late. didn't stop fucking. <laughs> it was too late. He was in the game until that time. Not until KD got injured. They was in the game because KD set that precedent of nigga, I'm better than these niggas. So there, there, there's this, when I say, oh, yeah, you can't guard uh, Kyrie, you can't guard Harden, I'm not capping. But when it comes to that nigga Kevin, <laughs> there's no honestly way you can say, fuck, I can go. I think people can give him go. I think somebody like Grief Freak, Joel and B can give him go. We'll let him make him work. But in terms of literally sitting there saying we was able to contain him, it's over. It's over. So it's a crime. Even though I don't like the, the Brooklyn Nets super team, I think you know, 
I really can't blame Blake Griffin for getting the ring. I think there's a bigger agenda behind this super team mantra, especially the one because KD would never tell you why these niggas came to play with him, right? He never said we we wanted to win a culture. He just he just shook his shoulders like it's just ball. So I think there's a bigger mantra around it. I think it's a it's a bad poetic justice to tell like if y'all want to rate us of the rings that we got, we gonna team up and get these rings. Why not? And y'all gonna watch some ugly ass basketball because no one can beat us. So I can see that why I don't I don't necessarily blame him. Like at this time, you have to stack the deck because if it's just you and Kyrie, you know you're not making it. Just keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's just you and Kyrie, you know there's a chance Kyrie fucking kneecap say, yeah, I need another year. You know there's a chance that you might just lose because the role players around you couldn't do it. And then there's another chance. You will see Braun in the fucking finals game, and you have seen that before. And when he dropped 50 on your forehead, and no one was able to stop him. So there, there's a chance. So you know this. So yeah, you tell a nigga who's dissatisfied where he at to come join me, and we're going to rack up. Is it a crime? I guess. If you look at it that way, or see depends on how you look at basketball. At the end of the day, it's these niggas' job. If somebody told me, me, Chris, Tyler, y'all come together, we can make y'all six figures. Y'all just gotta leave the place y'all at. Fuck the, fuck my job, fuck the ridge. I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? They about to, if, if they can stable their their legacies, especially fucking Harden. Harden. He Harden win one ring. Ball. That nigga like top fifteen maybe. <laughs> got an MVP. Got yeah, a ring. Got multiple fucking scoring titles. Got multiple fucking MVPs, all NBAs, got records out the fucking wazoo. Will probably be the leader scorer for the Rockets for a fucking time. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so, like, there's no, there's no, like, denying that. So, it's a crime. Oh, well. Uh, it's what happens. I hate to see, I really hate to see this whole thing. KD's my favorite player on that team. Kyrie, a, a assassin. But I hate to see Harden go down. Because he played perfect basketball when he entered the Brooklyn Nets. And it's not saying where he got these superstars around him. They only played with each other, what, six seven? times? Legit seven games. Just seven. Yeah, I think he had triple double his first game just playing with KD. It's just, it, it, it just, not even just because he was passing the ball to KD. It's literally just because he's that He good was able to be the best version of himself. Yes, and then the system that he win, shout out to Steve Nash's system, he was able to not be considered you're the only hope for us scoring. Right. <laughs> you're the only hope for us to go on a run. He was able to – I don't want to break down the whole Brooklyn Nets game and shit like that. It's one, not good as shit. But I would just say this. It's a crime. I think James Harden, if it wasn't for, like, Jotic and Joel and B being, like, first-timers right there, there was a legit argument that James Harden was the MVP of the league. And people like, was kind of mad about it. He was trying to say that, you know, no. You, you got, uh, guys, I'm like, sorry. Like that the way was, he was putting that team, you know, James Harden was the glue of the offense. He was putting it together and letting it all flow through him. And it was beautiful. It, he never it was, was really able basketball. to do that with, with Houston. He was always, even with Chris Paul, he was always the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, you always had, he always had to be the initiator of everything. Now he could be the initiator of it here, but he don't necessarily got to be like, okay, I'm gonna do this, boom, 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 step back. You know, he don't got to do that 20 times a night no more. Yeah, he does. It's just, it's just amazing. Um, 
So I like, I shit, I would have voted for him, to tell you the truth. I know Joel Embiid and Joe Chick but in terms of just looking at what the fuck he got around him, like when KD and Kyrie ain't there, and you look to your left, and you see a nigga who probably, you, you, you see Joe Harris ass, you look to the right, you see DeAndre Jordan with a cane, you see this nigga, <laughs> the fucking Gerald Green, who, not Gerald Green, um, Jeff Green, Jeff Green, who been to every fucking team in the league, and you made that team a top two seed by yourself? Look, hey, let's see what's happening next, man. But go on, Chris. But yeah, so hopefully Nets figure it out. Like we'll see. Hopefully the health issues slow down for them because it's literally the only thing that's stopping them from the finals is the health. But uh, let's go ahead and talk. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, UFC 261. Uh, next sharing. big event this upcoming week. Uh, I have the card. If you uh, don't want to struggle trying to I'm find a card. Right now. Right. So, this is going to be. I'm sorry, Chris. I hope you got money to pay for this pay per view. <laughs> Nigga, you lucky we get paid this fucking week, and Tyler needs to put in on it. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you're putting it on the pay per view. Um, if you want to slide, Chris, you already know. Come through. Um, but, this card right now is a fucking. Powerhouse of a car. Let me mean to math this fucking zoom screen real quick. I'm not even gonna go with the main event first. I'm gonna go down to the fucking regular car. The prelims? No, hell no. You got Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crew. Jimmy Crew, up and coming young guy, 25 in the light heavyweight division, one loss. I can't tell you who the fuck that was against. Doing his thing, Anthony Lionheart Smith will always be consistent. It's going to be a good fight. I got Jimmy Crook, though. Anthony Smith, low-key, ain't got no more. Then you got Loria Hall versus Chris Ryman. Probably Chris Ryman last fight. Um, right Hall just coming off retiring Anderson Silva. Um, he's on a really good streak right now. This is a right funny now. fight. Because Chris Webman was the start of Anderson Silva's downfall. <laughs> then you find the guy who retired the man. He might retire you. So, <laughs> I definitely got your right hall. Chris Wyman walk out of this and fucking live. Your right hall would never, he would just be a journeyman. Um, then you got Valentina Shevchenko and a body that fucking name. Shout out to me. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Two really good fighters in their division. Valentina really only lost to fucking Amanda Nunez, I think two times, and like a random other person, but really is one of the better women's fighters of all time. Um, they're going to go at it. They got Valentina Shevchenko, but I would not be surprised for Jessica Andrade. And then you got the co-main event of Wally Zhang. I bodied that name too. Come on, y'all. Against Ro Nama Nunez. No, okay. I didn't body that one. Um, but they are going to have a uh, women's title fight, the co-man. <coughs> fucking good, bro. This fight got so much hype to be a fight in the night. Wally Zane throw them holes. The last fight that you seen with her, it was against um, uh, uh fuck, how I go blank on it? Wally Zane versus uh, Rosa. Look, her name really fucking long. It's another foreign motherfucker. But Wally Zhang 
absolutely body. You know, they, 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 one, they had the fight of the year, two women, but she was able to, Joanna Jojetic, my bad. Joanna, she, it's fucking hard as hell last name, but Joanna Jojetic, have you said, went at it and um, they had a crazy good fight. That's when you know you see Joanna with that heba globe on her fucking head. Oh, yeah, that fight. I remember they went crazy. They went yeah, crazy yeah. in that fight, yeah. Um, so she goes against Rona Nunez, who was the first person to beat Joanna, uh, but she ended up getting put on her head by fucking Jessica Andrade. So, um, yeah. But uh, this is going to be a really good fight. My fight of the night. And then you got Street Jesus versus Kamaru Usman in the main event. Now, people like to talk and say that Jorge Majidal, only reason he lost is because six-week camp. Now, Kamaru said, low-key, well, he really said, I want an easy payday. But he also said, I want, I want no excuse for this nigga. Now, he ain't got no excuses. Kamaru Usman will be fighting Jorge Majidal. Really going to be a really good main event. I got Kamaru probably finishing Jorge, but Jorge is tough. So if we go to decision, we know who it is. There is a big chance of upset because Jorge is, is on a nice little run other than the, the Usman foot stomp. So it's going to be a very good event. Um, a couple of other things just got, you know, um, added in the USC world. So we definitely getting Dustin Poirier versus um, uh, Conor McGregor. Same thing with Oliveira versus Ty, um, Chandler. That's coming up soon. Um, and that's at UFC 262. So that'll be the next event. Yep. Uh, and that also card that's is a, also going to be co-main event. Huh? Yeah, this is another good card because we got Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Then you got um, uh, Shoza versus uh, some other nigga. I don't know his last name. Um, but it should be a really good card. Uh, that's coming up. UFC in the summer right now going nuts. It really is. And they're really gonna have is. fans in the, the stands. Fans is back too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can only wish you'll be on some of these cards um, if you're a fighter. Um, what's two sixty three? I think two sixty three is Connor. Yeah, two six. Um, they don't even got two sixty three up. It's just they skipped the two sixty four unless it was a misprint. Oh, uh, man! I think Amanda Nunez might fight that fight. Uh, cause she. She um she gonna defend her title against some other nigga she ain't fight yet, so <laughs> guess what? I'm not betting against her this time. <laughs> Fuck that. Um uh, but yeah, UFC it is it is so good to be a UFC fan right now, bro. And we still ain't got no word of John Jones gonna fight Francis Nagano. That nigga out there playing with guns and his dog, so he out there looking like an active fucking shooter. Um so yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to wrestling. Uh, so, major thing in wrestling this week was niggas getting cut. So, you know what that means? That niggas going to overreact. You know, well, it happened after we recorded last week. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, literally, I think the day or the two days afterwards, niggas got cut. So, you know what that means? Niggas get in their feelings. Niggas sit there and be like, oh, my God, what he cut? Peter Royce, she was supposed to be so great. She just had to cut the greatest promo in women ever history. And shit like that. But guess what? It happens. Deal with it. Um about to pull up the list right now. Uh WWE cuts twenty twenty one. 
So Andrade already got cut beforehand, but it was like, you know, we saw that coming. Uh, hold on, this is in the wrong order. Hold on. Here we go. So, so last week, uh, the following niggas got cut. Billy Kay, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, uh, Marty Jannetty 2021, uh, Callisto, Wesley Blake, Samoa Joe, Bo Dallas, Peyton Royce, and Mojo Riley were all cut. Uh, biggest surprise was probably Samoa Joe and probably to me Billy Kay. Uh, I see more people like we understand why Samoa Joe got cut injuries. That nigga brain was looking like silly putty, but Billy Kay was really coming into her own. I think that was a mistake to cut her. I'm not going to go as far as to say she's going to be a star in somebody else's promotion and take their women's division up by storm. Who fucking knows? She couldn't really wrestle in some people's eyes. I don't have the you know the wherewithal to say that, but um, Billy Kay personality for it for sure. I yeah, literally laughed every wise. time she came on that stream, bro. She was that fucking good. Yeah, she was a... I don't laugh at fucking wrestling because a lot of that shit corny. But she was that fucking good. Like, that fucking good. Um, I'm so sad. I was really hurt that day. I thought they was going to get rid of Alistair Black, too. I'm probably going to go on a WWE hiatus. Um, There's going to be very Chris-heavy podcast. <laughs> um, but I'm glad Alistair Black didn't get, you know, released... Um, I'm glad Brady Murphy didn't get cut in yeah. People was kind of speculating that he might. I be definitely cut. thought he was getting cut. I was gonna be sad about that too. I think Daniel Bryan gave you the one of the fucking him and Roman Reigns gave you some fire fucking matches, yep. and then they put a lot of fire under you. That um, was Prince Cesaro didn't get cut as well. I know he just came off a mania fucking victory. That's why I thought he was probably gonna get cut because they gave him one last thing before he go. Um, <laughs> Um, it'd have been different if he faced somebody like fucking, I don't know, like Jackson Riker or somebody just to get a win. Then they probably would have cut him. But it was against Seth. They were trying to, you know, they, I felt like they were trying to build him up, you know, putting him up against Seth. So yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, but I say I have to say, you know, we can go individually about who was this and who was that when it comes to this kind of shit. I'm telling you this right now. Stop. Have a make-believe relationship with these wrestlers. Stop acting like y'all give a fuck, cause you don't. Especially the ones that ain't been on TV for months. You don't give a fuck about Bo Dallas. You damn sure don't give a fuck about Tucker. You don't give a fuck if they kept their job or not. You need a way to cry about WWE on the internet. It's not me shilling, cause I'm fucking really hurt about the Peyton Royce shit. But after the end of the day, Billy I realized, you know, it's a job. Motherfuckers get cut every day, B. At real jobs, unlike unlike the niggas in real life, they got paid hundreds of thousand dollars to send fucking catering. So someone really, could go somewhere and go get a job like that. Yeah, like if Samoa Joe wants to go to AEW right now, they'll sign him today. Yeah, got that ninety day shit, but yeah, like people are like, oh, it's on the it's on the anniversary of of, of all the cuts from last year. So. So the fuck what? What, what, do, what does that amount? You're tone deaf. Tone deaf about what? Nigga, we know WWE after Mania does a spring cleaning. This is Every year. Every year. It's been like that. It's been like that. It will be like this next year. But they just made record pop, uh, record 
uh, profits they're gonna pay. When so you say, around... when do y'all care? So this is another thing. Since when do y'all care about shit like that? Like mm-hmm. record profits, that don't mean nothing. It's not. It's yeah, happen. thank you. You give it on the record profits, niggas. And they still cut people. Mm-hmm. You ain't bitching about Apple cutting John Jingle Hammer Smith. No, they're not bitching about Apple cutting John Jingle Hammer Smith. They're not bitching about anybody that get fucking released from anywhere. Cause guess what? They don't understand, or they just want to complain. My nigga, my job can fire me tomorrow because they ain't make no money. You know what I fucking do? I hate to say it. I've been saying this fucking saying too much. I'm gonna put my pick myself up on the bootstraps and find another fucking job. Like what I'm gonna do? Cry and tell my boss, "Come on, man! I thought we had a thing, nigga. I'm an employee." They employed me. I am expendable. If I fucking have a heart attack and me on a fucking life machine, they would say, boo-hoo, nigga. Next man up. Probably send me some flowers. So this is a cutthroat fucking business. It's not only a real job, it's also entertainment. It's a lot of shit that go into this. Is this man evil? I don't fucking know. He also the same nigga who hugs and cries <laughs> niggas at the main events of WrestleMania's. You know, so I'm not saying don't be sad. Say realize these people ain't your friend. Not since that ten, they knew they was about to get fucking cut. Samoa Joe knew to write on the wall they weren't gonna let him wrestle. He knew it. Same thing with first. And that's probably why. And that's probably why he was like, "Look, I just want to wrestle." So, be you know respected. So I fucking love Samoa Joe. But the nigga couldn't stay healthy. What can I say? He had a fire ass thing. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but Chris probably the only one. But the doom, 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 doom. Then niggas joke, joke. He just shaking his fucking head. Come on, come on, bro. Small Joe think, bro. That was a moment, okay. But it is what it is, man. Like I hate to say, it, everybody ain't fucking Roman. Everybody ain't Sasha. Everybody ain't Bailey. Everybody ain't Charlotte. And let's and it's not, not forget that a lot of times these same fans that's complaining about guys that. Like I said, weren't even getting TV time. You were rooting against guys like Roman to get cut at one point. So, you know, Roman gives Roman to lose the spot. You have people want injuries on people like Charlotte. You have people who who who, who didn't understand like just the business in general. Like it's the way it fucking is. There's a reason why certain people up top. You can say, oh, when we live in a digital age, so if somebody bring a Raiders, I don't give a fuck. Have a, how many of us, we don't even got fucking cable here, but we still watch Raw. You want to know how? Because it's fucking streaming shit. Yep. And YouTube. But, like, you know, when it comes to fucking, like, this, this bullshit, like, this <clears throat> it happens, bro. It's the circle of fucking life. They didn't see that shit on Lion King for you to put that in the back of your brain and not understand it. It what moves us all. Damn, so... It is what it is. These people got paid hundreds of thousands. Some they of them, good. Like I told Chris the other day, Bo Dallas is straight. That man started a real estate business. He probably wanted to be fucking released. Fuck, I'm traveling all the time for him. All right. You know what I'm saying? Shit. His brother got fucking bands now, too. His brother ain't even wrestle. Fucking. His brother fucking part time. He's an attraction at this point. He pops up to cut a promo, but he don't wrestle. So it is what it is. Just the people that you see is the wrestling is big is way bigger than doing flips and shit. You know, we thank God for people like Ricochet and Mustafa Ali didn't get cut. 
Ricochet shit looked like that shit was destined. But we thank God that shit ain't happened. Jeff Hardy ain't had a match in what, a month? He could have got I think he working with an injury too. Yeah, I think he's hurt. But Jeff Hart this thing Jeff Hardy's been dealing with injuries since they wanted to, they like, you can't stay healthy, we're gonna cut you. Yeah, Hardy gonna cut you. Maybe Jeff Hardy is. They, they, you know, they gets cut. He's going straight to AEW. We know what the hell the writer on the wall is with that. So it is, it is what it is. But, hell, Angel Garza could have got cut. He just reappeared. Yeah, Angel Garza is a reappears and disappears. So, but, but yeah, it's just when it comes, it's just like they trust it's business. Like you got. I had fuck Tucker. Nobody want to hear your story. <laughs> <laughs> The big he the biggest hater of Miss McMahon on on planet Earth. I'm like, okay, man, <laughs> bro, like G, you let you know the nigga, nigga who ain't got a fucking neck outshine you, my dog. Like G, you let you the nigga who's that. walking in with tank tops on, my nigga. He you let him get over over you, G. I'm sorry, shit. The nigga has short hair. arms. He's the definition of that CM Punk promo about the Rock. <laughs> Arms too short to punch with God. He's <laughs> the definition of that. So it's like, come on, G. And I hate to be, but like niggas need to get over it, G. But uh, what else happened this week in wrestling? Uh, past week, uh, Roman Cup, a promo pretty much saying you niggas ain't shit and all of that, which I which I expected. Uh. What else happened on SmackDown? Cesaro pretty much said, hey, Nick, I want a challenge. We thought we was going to get the match, but it led to just Roman Reigns felt disrespected. Laughing at that nigga, but I respect it. So I think we're getting teased for Cesaro versus Reigns at Backlash. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Bianca Belair had her big celebration. Uh, Montez Ford is a blessed black man. That's all I'm going to continue to say. Uh, Sasha Banks popped up. She's angry. Bailey wants to get in the title scene, so we're very that's getting really interesting. I'm predicting uh, they have a triple threat at Backlash for the women's title. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they have a triple threat in the future. I think Bianca dropped that belt at SummerSlam, so they got enough time to get Bailey in. Oh, Mia Yim is headed to SmackDown. Oh yeah, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, so that's how the SmackDown Women's Title scene is looking. Uh, shout out to Apollo Cruz and Brother Aziz. Uh, that nigga's named after a sneeze, so uh, shout out to that. Um, let's see where that goes. And Cesaro and Jay Uso had a really had a good match. Cesaro, he won that match, or this or Seth interfered for. Yeah, Seth came. Oh, you yeah, know, Seth saw the whole episode of SmackDown was funny because they showed the swing like forty-five fucking times, forty-five times, maybe more or less. Who knows? But they showed it enough. Like, <laughs> gee, just to sell it, just to sell it that Seth was pissed off was like, you know, yeah, gee, if I see this shit one more time, gee, he whoops Cesaro's ass at the end. So it. Gives us the idea like we don't know where it might go next with them too, but we'll see. So SmackDown's yep. pretty decent. Uh Raw this past week. 
Skip. Skip. Raw is some really bad television right now, bro. Yeah. Raw is just, I don't know. Because I, I, like, I usually just catch Raw by the highlights just because. It's bad, bro. The, that title picture is horrible. I do not know why they just won't give Diakovic and Dio Madden their real fucking name instead of calling them fucking Mace and T-Bar. Well, they got um, unmasked, so we'll yeah. see. But at this point, they... Uh, I don't even think we saw Famous almost in, that, in the whole fucking show. I don't even remember. AJ, AJ and him have been on TV since Mania. Uh, you got... Uh, well, the, the Viking Raiders are back, which is great. Yeah, they came back. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Charlotte came back and said... That's oh, yeah, Charlotte, probably the best thing smoker right now. Is yeah, Charlotte is literally the, the best thing on uh, Raw right now. What Charlotte got going on is the best thing because she don't give a fuck. And, uh, like, calling herself the opportunities, that's literally, she's literally female Triple H right now. She is literally female Triple H, and that's probably the best role for her to play. Uh, I'm cool with it, but yeah, it's the best thing going. Uh, we'll see where things go with her and Rhea Ripley, uh, because I think, like, that's going to be the program for the next, you dig, uh, to probably leading up to SummerSlam. Uh, but yeah, Raw is just... It's cringy right now. It's very cringy. I don't think Bobby popped up at all this past week. He hasn't been there the last two weeks. No, he was there last week because he fought Riddle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Matt Riddle had a fucking slapper with Randy yeah, Orton. Yeah. Yeah. Say that, that was a good match. That was a really good match. Let me say something, bro. Please, Matt Riddle, get acquitted with these crimes. <laughs> I want to stand you so bad. No homie. He is so fucking good. At this wrestling shit, bro. It's just hard to root for you. My nigga, back to back slappers. I ain't never see I ain't never been invested in a in the Samus match like that until I was like since him and Cena had that awful ass tables match. But that right there. You have what Randy? Great match. Really great match. Like Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is the fucking wrestles, truth. He wrestles good enough to the point where it's okay that he don't even have the U.S. title belt no more because it's just so much fucking fun to watch him wrestle, bro. Win he's or lose, a, like he, Matt Riddle great. Can, can go with damn near anybody in that ring. Yep. I'm so it's, it's just the fact that we don't know if this nigga did what he did. We know he ain't. He we he just we know he ain't shit. We just need to know, like, hey, nigga. Hey, he ain't cheating on his wife and got shit to do with me. But it's just the other shit. Like, yeah. did you do the shit that, <laughs> that, the, that where you out here being Deshaun Watson? You know. I really thought the NBA, I mean the NFL, did a hit job on folks. Folks is weird. Folks, I shop. think they did a hit job. But I think they leaked it. They knew what he was doing. And they're like, bro, you sure you want to you do this? Yeah, man, I want to make my own this ain't the NBA, motherfucker. Tell them about them hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't no, we ain't no friendly player league. Tell them about them hand jobs. Yeah, yeah. The one in South Carolina? Yeah, the one you bumped and grind and nutted? Yeah, we, we got tape. <laughs> so we got oh, that nigga on the field now. <laughs> uh, but, no, seriously, um, Matt Riddle's so fucking good, bro. Yeah. Best thing on Raw. Him and Charlotte. 
Uh, Rhea Ripley's still trying to get in her own, which I understand it's going to be tough coming from NXT to Raw with a championship belt around your fucking waist. It's hard. Hard, so. Like people were asking, like, who do you think is going to lose the belt first between, you know, the three? It could be Rhea Ripley, because they could have Charlotte come back and win the belt just for her, you know, for storyline purpose of her proving her point. I don't think they do that. But, I don't think they. I think they understand that people in Charlotte, like they're in Charlotte fatigue. Yeah. I don't think they give her Triple H fucking runs already. I think she already matched her fucking father in less amount of time. So. No, she don't have sixteen yet, but she got ten. She got more than anybody else. Fucking ten. That's like, so, record timing. I think that's two less than Triple H. Well, Triple H got twelve or thirteen. Triple H has 15. or fifteen. Come on, bro. So she ain't going to Triple H S run. She's when done that in really like five years. Um, so relative, but she she older. Charlotte's like thirty something. So yeah, she's in her like mid thirties. Everybody else. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she's gonna want a family soon and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Raw's been brutal. NXT time. NXT's been pretty decent. Uh, past just my main issue is. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez should not be a face, but I understand that you're throwing uh Mercedes Martinez at her, so she kind of has to play the baby face. Uh, the teasing of Dakota Kai pretty much betraying her or Raquel getting tired of it is interesting, really freaking interesting. So, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but Karrion Cross cut a decent promo. Nobody still pulled up on the nigga yet, so we will wait and see. Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly came back this week. Uh, he fought Cameron Grimes. We'll see where that goes. Uh, I like Cameron Grimes is supposed to go into some type of promo feud with, with Ted DiBiase. I don't yes, that's yes, that's that's going to be actually interesting to see. So, like, hey. And plus, I like the Million, million Dollar Man. And plus, I like Cameron Grimes. Uh, so, that's interesting. Also, what the Indy Hartwell and Dexter Lewis storyline is getting funnier by the week. Just, gee, just the simple fact that Indy Hartwell and uh, Kansas Ray going backstage, they're like, we're going to pull up on them and we're going to demand a title shot. She's, Indy Hartwell sees Dexter Lewis just in the cut and she just sitting there stares at the nigga. Candace LeRae still talking. Walks up to... uh. Uh, Shotzi and Ember Moon talking shit. They're like, yo, what is Indy at? She like, oh, shit. They drag her into the locker room and beat her ass. <laughs> like, gee, I wasn't expecting that because they're the faces. But I like the blurred line shit. Why they got Raquel as a face technically right now because two technically your two biggest face women faces on NXT not named Io Shirai is Shots and Ember. That's cool. That's cool. Shit. But regardless, saying uh Shotzi and Ember Moon jump Candice in the locker room was hilarious as hell. Uh, I'm guessing they could continue uh, Bronson Reed versus Gargano. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I think I told Tyler this outside the pod. I just don't see it with Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed reminds me of... uh. A former Adidas employee that me and Datra was cool with Jesse. No. Short, round, fat nigga. Jesse, if you listen to this, respect my nigga. Brodus Clay, he's literally miniature. 
fun size Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay was at least like six five. But fuck Brodus Clay because he's uh, he's like, mad. Mama, what'd you say? But fuck, fuck Brodus because he's a, he's MAGA. So uh, from Florida, what you expect? Connect the dots. But yeah, so like I, I just don't see what Bronson Reed's other niggas you can fuck with, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Riley came back, did his thing. Uh, oh, that new Japanese chick that debuted it. Saray? Saray. Saray. She can go, but then again, Japanese. She can I go. Like I've seen her out. I've seen her wrestle at least once outside of the outside of NXT before. I can't even remember, but no, she just debuted it this week, so she's new. I saw NXT is like okay. There's a reason they brought her in. Yeah, she's really freaking good. Uh, the match oh, she had Taya with Valkyrie debuted last week. Who? Taya Val- or oh yeah, not. yeah. Uh, she uh, debuted uh, as what? Frankie Monet. Monet. That's a gay nigga name, but okay. That's why I thought it was a dude at first. I'm not going to lie. When they can show that promo, I'm thinking they finna debut some new, you know, some new dude, but it ended up being her. Yeah, I was like, Triple H, what were you thinking? But, yeah, but NXT's been really good, though. Uh, Really great. No, I was saying great, but really good. Like, it's it's a lot of setup. You could tell that they're doing it. They're going through a turnaround right now. So, they're figuring things out, putting pieces together. So, it's just I, I could I'm more invested in what's going on in NXT and SmackDown than Raw, and that's the fucked up thing. Raw is in need of a real super reset. Yeah, like they're in really. It's just gonna be Drew gets into it with MVP and Bobby every week until Backlash, and then Braun and you throw Braun and Randy in the mix for the next month or so. Like that's gonna be boring as hell. Yeah, like you can tell like they miss. Like the people who's missing, the main person who's really missing is Keith Lee, but you could tell they're missing him. They need a, just another legit face for people to gravitate towards, cause like here Matt Riddle stepping up, but it's like this is where I'm like honestly, you can't fully invest in him yet, cause you don't know you know whether what. yeah you can't go all in with with him because you don't know what the fuck, but it's like you have to put him on TV because he's such a good performer. At this point, I'm thinking about putting Finn back on on Raw. Yeah, that's what we was talking about. Finn I will put Finn back on Raw. I'm pretty sure Adam Cole is probably getting moved up. I don't know what the hell he's about to do with him yet, but he might be getting moved up. So who knows? It's but really at this point, packages right now for him, you know, to appear. Yeah, so it's a really wait and see. But Raw just needs probably fresh talent, and they just need faces for people to gravitate towards right now. Cause it's just it's so yeah, it's dry. Dry storylines are dry. It's just like this should be the last time we see Drew versus Bobby. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I don't really know what what would really be next for Randy, other than you know maybe a, a mini feud with Matt Riddle, which is uh, cool. Randy, um, <laughs> the mid card needs a bit of reset. Like I know they just put the um U.S. belt on Sheamus, but he don't need to hold that belt. He don't him. have nobody to fight. That's the problem. 
but this is where you bring in Ricochet again. This is where you, you know, get Ricochet. You, you try, try to, to rebuild up Ricochet. You can do that, of course, yeah. Um, and then you got to find I, something. I, and then you got to rebuild Mustafa Ali. Yeah. <laughs> like, they hold, that whole, it's messy over there. Yeah, that's really why messy. I don't know if they, we haven't really heard anything about them doing, you know, the draft or the shakeup or anything anytime soon. Well, they already showing signs if you move in Mia Yim and the other nigga to uh, SmackDown. So it's something. But, yeah. but it Raw's in such bad shape right now. But uh, anything but else? In, together, like by the time, you know, money in the bank or something rolls around. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. But uh, let's get rid of anything else we need to hit. You said what, Tyler? I said because they weren't bad around this time last year. Oh, you was able to just have Drew beat niggas up. <laughs> it was good. Really good TV. But uh, anything else we need to hit or we'll get ready to close out. I think we good. Detroit's falling asleep on camera. So with that being, that's just how show. That's an example of how boring Raw is. But anyway, let's get ready to close out. Thank you, Nick, for listening as always. Follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. Greatly appreciate that, you guys. All the support, love, and all that. Copy your merch off utwickermedia.net. Uh, free shipping, UTM ships. $10 off UTM Vibes 10. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the codes right there. If you're listening to us on uh, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, all that stuff, then uh, listen very well, please. And just rewind. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And peace. Yeah. Peace.